Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grombacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Mabel Nunez. Mabel, are you ready to do this? I am. <laughs> Excellent. Let's do this. Mabel has an MBA. She is a finance and investing professional and a personal finance blogger. I'm excited to have you on. Mabel, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Awesome. Well, George, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to you know be here sharing some money knowledge with everyone. Um, well, like you said, my name is Mabel. I'm, I actually live in New York City, and I am I have an MBA in finance. Um, I'm the founder of a company called Teach Me to Invest and also Girls on the Money, which focuses on pretty much teaching the average person how to invest in the stock market. Uh, my goal is pretty much to simplify investing, to make it accessible to everyone, to show that it's not rocket science, that everyone is capable of learning to invest and you know putting their money work, to work for them. Um, so I've been doing that for about four years. Prior to that, I worked in corporate America in different finance roles in the insurance industry and you know different 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 finance related roles. But my passion, since I was like I want to say 21 years old, over a decade ago, <laughs> has been to invest in the stock market. And I've learned, you know, for, over the past decade or so, I've learned a lot, uh, and that's something that I I try to you know, share with the world, I guess, everything that I've learned and, and what I continue to learn. So that is my mission. I guess one of my missions in life is to um, share my knowledge when it comes to personal finance and investing. Well, that's awesome. And, yeah. and anytime you can take things that are intimidating to people and make them easy to understand, I think that that's a really valuable thing. So I, I appreciate I agree, that. Yeah. Well, what's an area that you think that if people were able to make an improvement in would give them the biggest opportunity to be successful? Oh, so I thought about a, a lot about this question. I think it's an amazing question. Honestly, I feel that something that would help a lot of people and maybe something that people don't think about is like sitting down to plan how they want their ideal life to look like. I feel like people, you know, we rush day to day, just running to work, running to, you know, pick up our kids or running to do different things, but we don't take the time to actually sit down and plan, you know, ideally, how would I like my days to look like, my months, my years, you know, my weeks. So I think sitting down to plan, not only to plan how you want that to happen, but also how, you, how you're going to take action towards those plans, like, you know, maybe small steps that you can take to take you to those goals. Um, but I think planning is a big thing that people don't really take advantage of. Um, even if you're sitting down for 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes in a day just to, you know, set some thoughts on paper, I think that will greatly, you know, can greatly help people in the long term. Yeah, I think that, I feel like, I think and feel that that everybody, yeah, exactly. everybody understands that we mm-hmm. should be and should have goals, right? Yeah. And not yeah. only that we should have them, but we should actually write them down. And then the science tells yeah. us that if we do this, we're going to be so much mm-hmm. more, uh, the odds of us getting there are, are so much higher. So you think it's just a matter of we're all so busy and we're so wrapped up in everything? Yeah, we don't take the time. I feel like years pass us by, like weeks, years just go by, and we're like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. But we don't really take the time to plan that out to see how we can make, you know, we can make it happen. It's just, you know, we're just, 
you know, speaking from experience, when when I first embarked in my corporate life, <laughs> um, my plan was, you know, I'm going to work for a year. I'm going to work in the insurance industry for a year and move on, you know, to other things that I really wanted to do. But a year turned into nine years because, you know, I was just going with the day-to-day and not really understanding how to take action on what I really wanted to do until I decided to, you know, just kind of you know, make a commitment to myself to make things happen. So I feel like, you know, weeks, like I said, weeks can become years. And that's something that many of us, looking back, we're like, you know, where does the time go? (laughs) So I think, you know, taking some time aside to kind of really make it, you know, take things, like the planning seriously, uh, you know, would help a lot. I forgot who, there's this quote that, I forgot if it was Jim Brown or something. He says something that people plan their vacation, take more time to plan a vacation um, as opposed to planning their life because, you know, escaping life is easier than actually changing it. <laughs> so I can, you know, I can relate a lot to that quote. I think it, it, there's a lot of truth to that. So. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I think it's a very real phenomenon. So yeah. these are interesting times that, that, that we live in with being mm-hmm. so ultra connected to everything via social mm-hmm. media. Um, yeah. And also I think that it seems like, we're facing, when I say we, I'm almost 40 years old, mm-hmm. so I'm a generation mm-hmm. Xer. I feel like millennials mm-hmm. are are facing more uphill challenges when it comes to mm-hmm. expectations and saving money. I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw that, that somebody posted that by age 35, you should have twice your salary saved for retirement. Oh, but I seems, did see that. <laughs> and so what mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on that? Um, well, I think honestly, in that aspect, I think it depends a lot on the person. Um, I believe I'm a millennial. I'm all probably in the in the cut of line. I'm 33 now, so I'm probably like right at the cut of the millennial generation. But I've always, ever since I got my per- first corporate job, I've been a big saver. So I think it has a lot to do. It's not necessarily whether you're a millennial or not, or or whatever the case may be. I think it has a lot to do with the type of person that you are, like. I've never had um, a situation where, you know, I struggled to, to save. Even if, when I was making, you know, $25,000 a year when I first started, you know, got out of college, one of my, you know, habits was always saving. So I don't, you know, I don't think it has a lot to do with, you know, who you are as opposed to, like, the habits that you create, you know, towards your life. And obviously the younger you start, the better, but I always believe it's never too late to begin and maybe you know the expectation of having twice your salary um stashed away by that age might be like a high expectation but it doesn't mean that people should get discouraged and say oh you know i'm 36 now i'm 40 now and forget it like what's the point it's more about you know the earlier you create those habits the better whether you're 15 20 25 45 I don't think it has anything to do with you know what age you are so um i don't know if i agree with the you know, statistic itself or, or like the, the recommendation itself, because it might be a little bit overwhelming for people, but maybe it should be taken as a, a motivation to start creating, you know, habits around money and saving and investing and all of that. So I think that that makes a That's lot of sense. That's my two cents on that. No, I, I love it. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah. it's always kind of a, it's always kind of a drag mm-hmm. when I hear this mm-hmm. large group of people does this, mm-hmm. you know, it all comes yeah. down to the individual. Um, I know, exactly. <laughs> I know, I hate when I hear those titles, like millennials, millennials, that I'm like, oh, come on, like, can you get the word out of the, 
kind of this sentence, like, you know. Right. But I understand, like, there's studies that are being made, you know, around that group, you know, that group of people, whatever. Um, so I understand why, but I just don't, like you, like, I don't like it when we're all, like, attached into one, you know, one bucket and that's about it. So. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I think it, it probably has a, who knows? I think that it's hard mm-hmm. for an entire generation of people if by the statistics they're having a hard time saving, well, it's going to take time for that entire generation to make changes. But uh-huh. an individual hears that, yeah. just like you're saying, they can change their uh-huh. behaviors today. So, yeah, anytime. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it can Very be overwhelming. And I have to, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was going to talk about, like, you know, a lot of something that gets people back from, you know, saving all like, the, the loans or, you know, this whole student loan situation, which I, which I understand can be pretty major. But, you know, like like I said, like, it's, it's, I, I feel that there's always a way to make things happen for yourself um, if you really are committed to, like, paying out, paying off debt and then, you know, saving and then investing, um, you know, taking it, I guess, graduating into different levels, you just have to make sure that you're taking you know, you're serious about taking those steps. You can say, okay, I, I'm going to start paying off that and stuff like that. And then every weekend you're out brunching or, you know, partying it up. You know, <laughs> you have to be, it's not easy to be committed to a mission and a goal in your life, but you, there are sacrifices that need to be made. And I think that's something that people need to understand to like take that seriously. So. Yeah. It goes back to the goal setting piece where it's important <laughs> to take time to look into the future not that we yeah. can look into the future, but we can project <laughs> out at the life that we're interested in leading. And that also means yeah. that we need to potentially make sacrifices in today's lifestyle for our future selves, which is almost impossible to uh, <laughs> to kind of envision. But it does come down to habits, right? Yes, I agree. Yeah, 100%. I think that's where it all starts. Um, I think habits are especially a great way to overcome goals that might feel too big. Um, I recently read an article, I can't remember um, where, because I'm constantly reading everything <laughs> everywhere, you know, about business and personal finance and stuff like that, but it was it was focused around the fact that instead of creating goals for yourself, I don't know if you, maybe you've come across this article, but instead of setting goals for yourself, you should be setting habits. So instead of saying, I want to have, you know, $5,000 by the end of, you know, within two years, you should, instead of making that huge goal, you should be making a habit of, okay, I'm going to save $50 every time I get paid. So you're not even thinking about that big goal, but you're making it happen with, with the habits that you're creating for yourself. So essentially things that are that seem too overwhelming can actually become very easy because instead of, you know, thinking of this huge, like, oh my God, thousands of dollars goal, you're actually just Making it, making a commitment to yourself to set aside fifty bucks, twenty bucks, um, every time you get paid or every time some income comes into your, into your household. So um, that's how you know I kind of approach goal setting in my life um, in the past few years, and I think it's made a very big difference. Um, instead of setting goals, it's a habit that you can keep up with. I think so. that that's great. I think it's the mm-hmm. whole idea of how you eat an elephant and you take one bite at a time, right? You can't eat yeah, it all at once. Exactly. You can't go from mm-hmm. you can't go from forty thousand dollars of debt to out of debt tomorrow. <laughs> at least ninety nine percent of 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 people can't. So it comes mm-hmm. down to changing habits or 
mm-hmm. getting rid of bad ones and adding new ones. Exactly. I agree. Very true. Yeah, you can be, you know, overwhelming yourself because otherwise you won't do anything. You're just going to be like, whatever, I'm just going to continue as things are going, maybe adding even more debt into your life because you're just giving up and that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Yeah. And yeah. Overwhelm will cause you, will mm-hmm. cause inaction a lot of the time, just like you said, or mm-hmm. it could even have the opposite effect. You could consume more and just buy more exactly. junk because you're not because mm-hmm. you're feeling kind of down or something. Mm-hmm. Exactly, <laughs> very, very true. <laughs> Which is the worst you think you could do. So, and you know, it, I'll, I'll, we're, we're sort of all we're sort of talking about mm-hmm. um, talking about really the the important aspects to people becoming financially successful, which are try mm-hmm. to start with the end in mind, which is where you want to be, mm-hmm. and then start developing. Mm-hmm good habits but is it a question of they need to have more of a a stronger or firmer internal conversation with themselves about Mm -hmm. spending is 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 is, is, is that what they avoid or maybe it's is it something else what what are people avoiding doing oh well i think it'll depend on obviously you know personal finance is personal you know everybody has a different situation going on where you know maybe some people have a lot of debt and they you know they're struggling to get out of debt or some people maybe are good you know they don't have a lot of debt but then they're like they're just you know saving and not doing anything with those savings just having you know getting two cents from the bank every month or you know and they want to learn how to put that money to work so I guess it depends uh, the internal conversation depends on each person's specific situation. So, um, I guess for some, you know, like for someone that, you know, wants to get out of bed, maybe the internal conversation they need to have, you know, you know, within themselves is okay. How am I going to going to get out of this? Am I going to call my creditors and kind of come to an agreement on how to put these things back? You know, get on a plan, maybe consolidate the debt and get us getting some time to pay it off you know it will depend on the specific goal but i i honestly believe it has to come from the person themselves they have like you like you said they have to have that internal conversation because anybody you know people in your you can have you know financial professionals in your life that maybe they they they've been very successful and they're telling you what you should be doing but unless that's a decision that comes from you it's not i honestly don't think it's going to happen. Like it has to come from you. And I'm, and I can also give you like personal experience. Like I have uh, friends that I, you know, have been like my best friends for like 20 years. Um, and I, you know, the minute I, I learned to invest and, and, and all of that, which was almost a decade ago, you know, I kind of wanted to motivate them into, you know, saving their money, investing, you know, do this, you know, I'm, you know, I can show you what I'm doing, you know, just trust me. Not a lot of people listened. Um, and then, like, now, like, several years later, they're like, oh, my God, like, you know, I have, you know, all this debt. Like, I'm trying to, like, so the thing is that those conversations rarely come out. Um, it, it, I guess it got to a point where they kind of face the fact, like, okay, I have to fix this, and I know this person can be a good resource. Let me go ask for help. But it can take years until somebody comes to their senses and and understands for themselves that they need to change. But it needs to come. And people, you know, don't want to think about it because it can get, especially with money matters, it, it can be a touchy subject. I feel like people can talk about everything and anything under the sun. Like, 
the situation with, with me and my friends, we talk about everything, but the topic of money rarely comes up. Like I could tell you maybe, you know, ten, nine times out of ten, we're having a conversation, the money topic rarely ever comes up until I think lately they're, start, they're starting to want to have that conversation um, because I feel like they person, personally have reached a point where they want the help. But um, it has to come from them. Like any anything they're struggling with that they want to change, the decisions to change has to come from them, you know, personally. So. Yeah, I completely agree. That's, I mean, mm-hmm. adult learning, the nature of that mm-hmm. is that people are going to make changes and they're ready to mm-hmm. make those changes when they're ready to do it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yep. And, and it's, Same yeah. with like weight loss and all that. Right. <laughs> you know, like. You know, everything relates to that. Like, oh, you know, you should lose. Like, somebody telling you, like, oh, you should lose some weight. Like, you're not going to listen to that. Like, whatever. Like, until you realize it for yourself. Like, you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> like, you, you know, you feel, um, you know, not good about yourself. That's the only way. That's the only point where you're going to start making a change. Like, not because somebody's, like, bullying you into doing so, you know. so. <laughs> yeah, it's got to come from within. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, Mabel, Mm -hmm. Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Mm -hmm. Well, I think I want to take it back to my habit creation um, strategy. Instead of, you know, whatever it is that you want to change in your life, uh, I will take it back to, instead of thinking of it as a big goal, just try to figure out how you can make and maybe transform that goal into just small habit that you can take action on and that you feel that it's easy to take action on. Um, so that you can start making changes because, you know, if you make a goal too big or, you know, something that doesn't feel like it's attainable, you're just going to get discouraged. So instead of thinking of creating goals, just create habits and, you know, take it one, you know, one step at a time. I love it. Actionable and attainable. I think that that is great stuff and it definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. So, so Mabel, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Sure. So you can find me on Twitter at Teach Me to Invest. Also on Twitter at Girls on the Money, and on Instagram at Girls on the Money. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Mabel your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Follow her on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Thank, thank you again, Mabel. Thanks, yours. Take care. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we're all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on!